this Coke Zero Sugar 400 betting picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code DGEN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DGEN. Drivers, start your Wrap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Racing things are heating up in NASCAR. This is, of course, the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. It's Daytona, baby. Not the Daytona we remember from February, but very, very close. It's 100 miles less and a lot less prestigious, which, you know, it's crazy to think, though, that two tracks or two races at the same track can have two completely different feels. However, it is, of course, the last race of the regular season, so... The excitement is amped up and amply uh, and amply so, but Cody, baby, it's Daytona. It is Daytona, Rod, the final race of the regular season. It's here. I am, uh, if you're watching over on YouTube, which you should be, sporting the Corey LaJoy cap, of course. Corey LaJoy weekend. Um, somebody, <laughs> I tweet, I responded to NASCAR's Twitter. They posted the betting odds and said, who do you think is going to win? And I posted a gif of Corey LaJoy and somebody uh, commented based on this comment alone, I'll never listen to your podcast. And I said that I was sorry that they weren't holding a 250 to one ticket when he was leading with two laps to go, uh, that they didn't cash him 33 to one to be the top Chevrolet earlier this year. And that's just some of the Corey LaJoy bets we've hit, uh, you know, but that's okay. It's not going to be all Corey LaJoy. I did joke a little bit in the discord that that was the only bet I was giving out this week, but, uh, I'm gonna have Corey LaJoy's corner, don't worry, because it's it's deserved here. But uh we got BJ McLeod talk coming up, Rod. We have got everybody worked into this show. I'm excited, I'm pumped up. Not the Daytona 500, no, but just as, if not more significant of a race, ends the regular season. You book into it, start with Daytona, end it with Daytona. This is it. There's one, there's 15 drivers locked in, ready to go, battle it out in the playoffs. One spot remaining. If any regular wins, they're in. Bob Wallace can point his way in. A couple other guys can point their way in. We'll go over all that here in a few. But this is going to be an exciting race. 
Uh, Daytona was absolute chaos in the spring. Last year, this race was absolute chaos. Of course, we had the massive rain wreck as it all of a sudden starts raining in the turn and everybody crashes. Everybody that is Rod, except for Austin Dillon and our 30 to 1, weaving his way beautifully through everything and uh, cashing that bet for us. So I'm fucking excited. It's going to be a good weekend. And it's on Saturday night under the lights. Couldn't get any more dramatic than that. And I'm, uh, I'm ready to go. Well, based on that person's comment, uh, I'm glad they don't listen to the show, first and foremost. Uh, and and obviously, they don't know NASCAR very well because they don't know that anything can and will happen in Daytona. 30 to 1's win. Dogs and cats lie together. It's just madness that is Daytona. So, uh, yeah. But hey, those uh, of you no, who listen- I hope they're giving this, the show a chance. And if you are, hello, welcome. Sorry for hating on you. I didn't call you out yet. I'll wait until after the bets cash before I, I name drop you on here. But... Uh, you know, it's hey, if if you know, if you decided to check it out, welcome. I hope that you win all your bets this weekend. I hope it's a great weekend for you. I hope you enjoy it and we can have fun making money together. Cody, when did you become the one that was the nice person and we fl- is this oh, don't worry, Friday? Rod, I have the tweet book marked. <laughs> I, like, I will be retweeting him when things cash this weekend. Is this freaky Friday? Like I, I don't know what's going on anymore. We we we've swapped a little spots. bit of a, a nice side to me sometimes. <laughs> uh, well, based on the soccer trolls, I don't even care anymore at this point. I, I'm so over them. But. They're fun. That's like the IndyCar guy that uh, you guys can't even pronounce any of the names. Uh, all the bets cash though, didn't they? I sure did. Um, all right. Well, it is Daytona. Like we said, it is 160 laps this time around uh, the 400 miler of this two, 2023 Coke Zero Sugar 400 as opposed to the Daytona 500. So, uh, again, 160 laps around this two and a half mile super speedway paved track. We are in for it. Cody, the uh, the entry list is, is pretty full. Obviously, not everybody's going to make this race, right? No, they are. I think we've got 39 entries, so we should be good. Are they going to run them all? Um, yeah, because it's 40. 40 in the Cup Series, so well, let's go. 39 entries. Notable, uh, not regulars, I guess. Chandler Smith is going to be back in the 13 for Colleague. No surprise there. Brennan Poole will be in the 15 for Rick Ware Racing. Big surprise here. Riley Herbst is going to be in the 36 for Front Row. Uh, and it will be an entry prepped by Stuart Haas Racing. So that is notable as well. Um, we'll, we'll be talking about him a little bit, uh, but obviously Zane Smith has been ride, driving that car previously, not renewed by front row, that whole thing. And he's just out the door, I guess. But, uh, Josh Berry is going to be filling in in the 42 this week. Still no news on if that will be the, the case for the rest of the season. What's going on there. They, you know, Rockefeller did the last two cause they were road courses bringing Barry in this week. Who will it be going forward? Nobody seems to know. J.J. Yaley is in the 51 for Rick Ware. Austin Hill in the 62 Beard Motorsports. And B.J. McLeod is going to be in his own 78 car this week. Home sweet home for B.J. McLeod. Obviously, we're going to be talking a lot a lot of these guys. Um, and again, this is a Daytona, so throw anything at the wall and see if it sticks at this point. Obviously, valuable time in the seat for guys like Chandler Smith uh, and Josh Berry, too, for, for his ride next season as well. So... Um, a lot of names out there that are that are going to be fun to watch and watch right around this track. Um, any other news that we've got, Cody, to cover before we, we jump there's, in? There's a lot of news, a lot of speculation. want to touch on a couple of things quick. First up, Netflix Rod is oh, yeah. getting the docuseries this year. This is massive for NASCAR. Last year, it ran on USA. It was a great series. NASCAR produced it. Like NASCAR Productions 
does a great job. I believe they're going to be part of producing this, which is going to be great. Um, but being on USA, unless somebody's there to watch Law and Order and they stumble upon that, you know, it, it just it's, it doesn't quite have the reach that Netflix does. Obviously, we've seen what Netflix did for F1, their popularity. NASCAR's a little late to the boat here, but this is going to be great. Uh, so NASCAR and Netflix announced a partnership Monday for a new documentary series that will tell the in-depth story of the 2023 Cup playoff. Uh, a docuseries, a collaboration between NASCAR and blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's scheduled to showcase the Cup season, Cup series postseason with behind-the-scenes insights for five episodes, 45 minutes each. Filming has already begun, which will detail the title bids of the 16 drivers through the 10 races of the Cup Series playoffs. Uh, playoffs are scheduled to start, blah, blah, blah. So basically, yeah, the 16 drivers, the 10 races, it's all going to be crammed down into... It's only five episodes, which is kind of sad. I would like to see more, but we got to start somewhere, right? So five episodes, 45 minutes each. Nice quick hitters for you. A little behind the scenes of this championship run. So that is pretty exciting. That's huge news, I think, for for NASCAR. And, and again, should help continue their their reach going forward. Yeah, and obviously they're jumping on the fad of all these docu series that are jumping on, and 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 for right, you know, rightfully so, it's definitely brought some eyes. Dirt was definitely a good uh, thing for Kyle Larson for a lot of people to follow along with Kyle Larson, yeah. and then you know by by people watching for Kyle Larson, these dirt guys kind of got their name out there as well. So it was good for them to kind of bump up that. So it'll be good. I mean, I'll I'll be interested to see. You're right. NASCAR Productions has done some pretty good stuff as of late. Uh, I'll be definitely curious to see if they hold the, the mantle on this one because, um, you know, I, I'm not I'm not ready to necessarily cancel my Netflix subscription yet. But if this is bad, I, th I think I may. So oh, it's not going to be bad, Rod. I don't it's going to be so. great. I'm excited. It's it's always good to see the behind the scenes stuff. We've, I mean, F1 helped a lot of people get into it. You get to learn the know the drivers. Uh, speak about ones you can't find, but the IndyCar one was on on the CW. That was really hidden, but that was a really good one. The 100 Days to, to Indy, mm -hmm. you really got a glimpse into those drivers, who they are. You meet some of their wives, their kids, stuff like that throughout the show. Uh, see uh, their personal side, which is always great. So I think this will be huge for NASCAR. I think it will too, but you know what else could be huge for NASCAR? You sitting in those seats buying tickets through game time because you have found great last minute deals on all the tickets that you could possibly want to sit in the grandstands of Daytona, of Phoenix, doesn't matter where, anything, anything at all, anything at all. Oh, English is my first language, I promise you. But game time will help you to buy these tickets for sure because a lot of us sit and wait and we procrastinate and we try to figure out whether or not we can afford it or whether we can actually go if something's going to come up with work or whatever doesn't matter what the reason is that you put off buying tickets truth is you put off buying tickets and you do it all the time but game time is going to help alleviate the stress of all that because they give you the greatest deals on last minute ticket purchases you can find those best prices guaranteed on all of those purchases doesn't even have to be sports it could be music it could be comedy it could be theater whatever it is you're looking for tickets for game time has got you covered so stop stressing over those last minute purchases and start enjoying what you're going to see Easy to find and buy those tickets too. And not to mention, when you buy those tickets, you're going to get a picture of what it looks like sitting in your seat so you can imagine yourself just sitting there enjoying the Daytona festivities happening in front of you as you purchase those tickets. It gives you a great way to get in the right mindset to buy these tickets. 
You want to get in on it right now. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use code SGPN for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. August is almost over, and you know what that means. Time's running out for you to draft your fantasy football team on Underdog Fantasy. Get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball on Underdog Fantasy. All you do is one live snake draft. No waivers, no trades. You set it, forget it. Underdog does the rest. Try it out with Underdog's Best Ball Media Tournament. It's the largest fantasy football contest of all time, giving away $15 million of total prizes that are all up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. You have what it takes to win it all? I know you do. Time's now. Last day to draft your fantasy football team is September 7th. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up with promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Are you concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Cody. So, again, we're talking about the uh, Coke Zero Sugar 400 at the Daytona International Motor Speedway happening this week. Uh, obviously, Cody, we, we talked about the schedule and the layout of this, right? So, uh, it is not a, a Sunday race for that. Sunday belongs to the trucks. This race mm. is on Saturday night. Yeah, this is it's the perfect way to do it. You put it on Saturday night. You make it a big thing um, under the lights at the, you know, the, one of the greatest places in all of racing. This is how you determine the the final spot for the playoffs. Uh, I think it's great. I absolutely love it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for it. All right. Well, uh, should we start getting to the bets or is there anything else pressing you want to get to? Let's see. I wanted to touch on the the points uh, situation here, and I was trying to find Bob's tweet. Okay, so again, if there's a new winner of the regular drivers, right? They have to be competing for points this week. So if Chandler Smith or Riley Herbst or BJ McLeod wins this race, like they don't count, they're not eligible for points. A win for them would not lock them into uh, the playoffs. But if anyone else new that wins, that's not inside of that top fifteen, that's already locked in. So even though like Harvick and Keselowski, they haven't won, but they're locked into the playoffs, they're already in. Um, if anybody else new wins, they are automatically in. Does it? You don't have to be top 30 in points anymore. That's not a requirement. So if it's Corey LaJoy, if it's Harrison Burton, if it's Chase Briscoe, Eric Jones, like any of these guys, they win, they're in. Simple as that. Um, if Bubba Wallace does not score any playoff points, um, he needs to get 24 points on the day to guarantee himself in, which would be 13th. If he doesn't score any stage points now, if he scores, you know, wins both stages, that's 20 points right there. That all adds up obviously. And goes into that. Um, Gibbs would need to gain 32 points on bubble Wallace, uh, which means 33. If his finish isn't third or better on bubble Wallace, because Bubba obviously could finish last uh, Suarez would need to gain 43 on Wallace, if they tie, Suarez has the tiebreaker over Wallace. Wallace has the tiebreaker over Gibbs. So all that's a little confusing, but that's it. Basically, if it's not a new winner, Bubba really holds the keys to this car unless he gets wrecked out early, obviously. Um, so that's kind of the playoff picture. I did want to give a shout-out, too, to our guy, Kevin Harvick. 
17 uh playoff season or let's see he is he's made the playoffs slash chase depending on the format 14 consecutive seasons 17 times total missed in 2009 every other season since 2006 he has made the playoff format a lot of times that at the start the chase for the championship it was 10 drivers um i believe 2005 2004 maybe it was the first year of that um so yeah pretty impressive for for harvick who's going to be retiring um and then yeah there's a lot of rumors a lot of other things where will the speculation has been posted in the discord and stuff 2311 maybe going to ford Stuart haas might be selling the 10 charter there's a lot of things going on silly season is ramping up hardcore uh so yeah we will be talking about that stuff when uh when and if that news breaks so definitely tune in for that otherwise rod we've got a lot of bets to get to a lot of big money bets i am very very excited and i want to start off as i generally do on super speedways and say gamble responsibly this weekend as you should every week that's just a, you know that's a given of course be responsible don't bet more than you can win on super speedway weeks one of my favorite it is my favorite style of betting on super speedways you go into this and you fully expect to lose more so than any other week. It doesn't matter what the stats say. It doesn't matter what the information says. There could be rain in turn three. Every car wrecks and BJ McLeod finishes in the top five. That happened last year. It Craziness will ensue, especially there is so much on the line for so many drivers this weekend. Things are going to be crazy. The intensity is going to be ramped up from the drop of the green flag. It's Florida. If there's pop-up showers, if there's any threat of weather, that's going to ramp up the intensity. This will be balls to the wall from the start. They're going to be wrecking early. They're going to be wrecking often. And we saw it last year, like five cars finished on the lead lap or something absolutely ridiculous. Of course, the rain had something to do with that, but that's the type of things that can happen in this race. So you go into this expecting to lose everything. Get your dartboard out. Anybody is on the table bet for anything this week. Literally anyone can win this race. Literally anybody can finish in the top five. Literally anybody can be the top manufacturer. Anybody can win these hit like everything. Now, there's a lot of stats and there's a lot of trends for how guys do. That's, of course, what we're going to get into and give out our best bets. Worked out pretty well for us in the past on super speedways. I mentioned we hit Corey LaJoy top Chevy at Atlanta earlier this year, like 33 to one. This race last year, we hit Austin Dillon 30 to one. Had a lot of success, a lot of other things mixed in there. But go into this one even more so. Take it a little bit lighter this week. Expect to lose it all. Be happy if you win anything. And if you don't, you're going to get to enjoy a great super speedway race, constant action throughout the day. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I think that's one of my favorite reasons, or one of my reasons this is my favorite type of betting, because it is very relaxed. You don't have other weeks. We have expectations. Like if we have a bad week, like we did last week, it's it sucks because, well, not last week. That was two weeks ago. Uh, but it, it, just, it sucks because, there's a lot of stats go into it, a lot of things like on this. It really, you kind of use the stats, obviously, because guys are more prone to do things. But for the most part, you throw it out. You just have fun. You throw your darts. DFS is so much fun because that literally is throwing darts. Um, and, and yeah, so there's your disclaimer before we get into the bets. That being said, we've done our research. A lot of fun stuff out there. Books are definitely getting smarter. The odds aren't quite what they used to be on a lot of things. That is for sure, but there's still a lot of good numbers, a lot of good bets to be had, a lot of good bets to be cashed this weekend, and I'm fucking pumped up, fucking excited, Rob. 
I, I mean, listen, that's true, too, because we take a look at the top 10 odds. Those are all sorts of garbage. So it's it's definitely that the books have caught up. And the books are tired of getting just absolutely taken because uh, one guy cashes a million-dollar parlay with all top 10s, and that ends that fun, first of all. And then yeah. second of all, yeah. like they know that we can exploit the top 10 market because when they put odds out of super speedway, you just basically take – a lot of those back ones and hope that they hit. And of course, like we talked about a couple of seasons ago or even last season for that matter, that hit because there was a lot of those guys that were rolling around in the back and they were the ones that finished up front. And the, the books were like, Oh, we kind of priced these wrong. And so it's good for them to learn. I tell you that much right now, yep. but it also sucks for us. Yeah. And if you get the chance to parlay things, if your book allows it, do it. And we'll explore that more as the week goes on. Maybe Friday and the DFS show, we'll, we'll give out some, Parley if we can find some stuff, but yeah, a guy parlayed a bunch of top tens and a couple of heads or something, won a million dollars off of a couple hundred dollar bet. Like they're probably not going to let you do that anymore because they've obviously learned. But that was absolutely great. You go back to Daytona 500 earlier this season with two laps to go in regulation. I think it was Ryan Blaney was third seconds. He finished the race eighth, and he had a completely torn up, damaged race car. That's how crazy things get. Do not cash your bets until the smoke has cleared everybody's past the line. Everything is sorted out. It's it, you're, we're in for a crazy, crazy ride. Yeah, we are. And that is to the truth. Like don't, don't check your ticket, your tickets until everything's done, because there's a lot of folks that were, uh, uh, very disappointed after a couple yeah. of corrections <sighs> last so. year. That got me last year, Rod. I had a Landon castle top three in this race. God, it was like, it was a big one. It was like 70 to one or something crazy. And he was scored third. I was celebrating. And then they changed the finishing order and he finished fourth. Ruined my absolute day because I didn't have a top five. Of course, I just had the top three and I won nothing. <laughs> That's so frustrating. Uh, all right. Well, then we will get to the bets. But let's talk about DraftKings. You've waited all year. Time's finally arrived. College football's back. No, and so are the traditions, the tailgates, the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. And right now, New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any college football bet. I'm telling you right now, Notre Dame, Navy coming up. <laughs> Navy. Uh, they're coming up. So make sure you go in and, get your, uh, and make sure you go in and get your bet on that. DraftKings definitely offering you odds for that as well. Notre Dame the favorite, but find some interesting ways to make it interesting this week zero for you. Kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use code DGEN. New customers can score $200 when you bet just $5 on any college football bet. You get that instantly only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DGEN. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Racing, all games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas, 21 or older in most eligible states, but ages vary by jurisdictions. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and states specific responsible gambling resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms make sure you check out our patreon you sign up right now you're going to get exclusive access to all our contests including the nfl win totals contest with a one thousand dollar first place prize 
Guys just recorded their first Sports Gambling Podcast Stories podcast just for patrons, chronicling the birth of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I, for one, cannot wait to check that out. I'm heading there as soon as we're done recording and I'm done posting this. There's even a Discord channel just for the patrons. Sports Gambling Podcast has and always will give out all their picks for free. This Patreon is just a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. Get in on the fun right now. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Patreon. I listened to that episode this morning, Rod. Amazing. It was super good. I, I love Sean and Ryan. Before I started doing this, I was just a listener before. They are awesome dudes. To hear like the origin story and some of the stuff they went through at the beginning, absolutely incredible. That that alone worth the price of admission. So get into the Patreon and uh, yeah, help help fight that war on corporate gambling. They told me part of it too when I went to meet him, and that was uh, that was a lot of fun to listen. But I, I can't wait to actually hear the rest of it. So that'll be fun. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good time, and yeah, they've got a bunch of other shows planned. I think there's one every month or something like that, and and yeah, it, it's gonna be gonna be pretty awesome. You know, it's going to be pretty awesome cashing these Daytona bets. Coke Zero Sugar, 400, Cody. Let's start loading up that betting card for everybody. This is the fun rod. I highly recommend hardly any minus money bets this week. If you want to take a head-to-head or two, and I've got some in here. There's a certain driver that I have to fade. It's contractually obligated when we come to super speedways. Other than that, plus money is your friend this week, big time. I'm going to start off with a couple of big plus money guys. Riley Herbst, we talked about it. He's going to be in the 36 for um, Front Row Racing. Their third car, it's going to be prepared by Stuart Haas Racing. It's going to be a good car. Riley Herbst's top 10 is plus 320. His top five is plus 700. I'm going to take both of these. Riley Herbst has two career Cup Series starts. The Daytona 500, where he finished in... uh, Where did he finish? He finished in 10th. And then he finished in 20th at Talladega, running at the end of both races, which is a good sign in and of itself. 10th place Daytona, though, obviously the same track, would cash at plus 320. By the way, in both of those cars or both of those races, he was in a Rick Ware racing car. Not that there's anything wrong with the Rick Ware cars and on super speedways, they've got just about a, a little bit less of a chance, but they can still get good results, right? We've seen it. But with the front row car prepared by SHR, he's going to be able to hang with the lead pack. He's going to be able to mix it up with these guys. And Riley Herbst is a good super speedway racer. You go back to Xfinity Series at Daytona earlier this year. Sixth place finish there. Um, last year, he finished 11th at Talladega, 7th at the other Talladega race, at a fourth place at Daytona, 15th place at Daytona. He's getting to the end of these races. He's getting good, solid results. We love Riley Herbst. We know how consistent he can be when bad luck is not striking him. I think the top 10 at plus 320 is great. Like you mentioned, top 10 odds for the most part pretty neutered up towards the top. A lot of minus money, a lot of very small plus money guys. You get a little farther down though, and there is some value to be had. Plus 320, I think, is a good number. Seven to one for a top five. Listen, you've got to build some of these bets to account for complete and utter chaos. There is going to be guys fitting their cars where they don't fit. They're going to be making moves. They are going to be pushing and shoving. They're going to get pissed off at each other. They're going to want to pass this guy. They have got to. This is it. The last chance. If you don't get into the playoffs now, next week doesn't matter for the playoffs because it, it it's passed, right? It's locked in. Got to get it done this week. There's going to be chaos. If a guy like Herbs can keep it clean, he can easily bring it home in the top 10. 
easily bring it home in the top five. Also, Rod, speaking of complete and utter chaos, BJ McLeod, plus 750 for a top 10. Give it to me. Finished 18th place at Talladega um, earlier this season. 18th is not bad. means he was running at the end. Eight more cars get caught up in a wreck. Boom, he's inside the top 10 just like that. Being there at the end is what matters. For a car like BJ McLeod, much like the Rick Ware cars, going to be a little slower. He's probably not going to be in the lead pack all day. He may even fall a couple of laps down. Doesn't matter. I just told you about Ryan Blaney being multiple laps down with a couple laps to go. Comes from 34th and finishes 8th because of the attrition. And then green-white checkers and green-white checkers and all of these things gets these cars up here. The perfect example, Rod, BJ McLeod finished 7th place in this race last year at Daytona. You're getting him at plus 750. Um, and he's got a 19th place finish at Atlanta last year as well. He hasn't run all of the super speedways, but those three here over the last two seasons, all 19th or better running at the end. Very important. You go back to 2021 in this race, Rod, ninth place. That's two years in a row. BJ McLeod has survived the chaos of this crazy cut line race, finished inside of the top 10. Um, and at Daytona, he's got five races in a row where he's been running at the end of the race. And at six Talladega starts in his career, never had a DNF. He's going to be there at the end. If it's complete and utter chaos, that's what you need for a top 10. Plus 750, give me BJ McLeod. You'll probably never again hear us say BJ McLeod is a top 10 car other than this. And again, it happened last year. Or, or if they give him to us head-to-head -head versus Chase Briscoe on a mile and a half. <laughs> exactly. And it, yeah, like you said, I mean, it's just this is it happened last season. And, and last season is a perfect example of why nothing is out of out of the realm of possibility. Nothing is a crazy bet when it comes to Daytona, when it comes to super speedway racing in general at all so uh i'll follow you on both the Her both the herps and bj mcleod bets just because again it, it can happen and it did so we'll go with you on that um like you said the top 10 odds were just trash so i wanted to be a little more conservative in my top 10 approach uh and I i'm taking josh barry as a top 10 car he's he comes in at plus 175 it's not super sexy like a plus 750 for bj mcleod but i think this one has a, a a better than average opportunity to cash not because the 42 car has been fantastic this season not because the team in general has been fantastic but josh barry we know is a solid driver all the way around he did fill in for the nine car uh, and made a few starts here obviously already this season but those have not really been of note and honestly to be honest with you too he has not made a super speedway start this will be his first super speedway start in the cup series so he's definitely got a lot to learn but that's exactly the type of driver that is best suited for at least a good top 10 finish is a guy that's not going to try to push the issue, a guy that wants to just log some laps. Josh Berry may not even start uh, toward the front, but he'll find a way to kind of coast his way around. He's definitely not bad on super speedways at all uh, in his Xfinity career. Not the greatest, um, but not, not that bad. In four starts in Daytona, 27th, he crashed out in 2021, but a 16th place, just like Cody said, in Daytona, 16th, just damn near a, a top 10. He started 7th in that. In fact, he's got three starts inside the top 10. So unfortunately, just bad luck has, has caught him on all these. 
2022, he started fifth, finished 18th, but he led six laps in this. And then this year earlier, he started 18th, finished 26, but he led 17 laps in that race as well. So uh, in, in Talladega, a little better for Josh Berry. Uh, a 31st place finish in uh, 2021. 2021 in the fall, he had a 9th, an 11th, a 5th, and then a 30th. He crashed out of uh, this earlier's Talladega. So, again, a good, solid super speedway racer. Not necessarily a bang-up one, but all you're asking him to do is get inside the top 10 in a car and a team that, by all reasons, should be able to get into the top 10. It should not be this hard for Legacy to find a top 10 finish. Eric Jones has been doing it quite a bit. Right, I don't know if this is no uh, them shaking Noah Gragson off and actually, uh, but Noah Gragson finished inside the top ten in this race last year too. Of course, he was in the sixty-two, but still, I mean, that's the type of thing where you know if Noah Gragson, an Xfinity regular back then too, he wasn't necessarily a full-time Cup guy yet, can finish inside the top ten in a race. I think Josh Berry, who actually again is a more experienced racer than even Noah Gragson is at this point. Uh, can find his way into a top 10 in this race, keep his nose clean. He's got a lot of friends out there, right? He's going to be in a cup ride next year, so he's going to be working with those guys as well, I'm sure. Um, I know it's a little bit apples and oranges, but when you know you're going to the cup, you got a lot of friends that, that you can lean on. So bury at a top 10, plus 175, I'll take that. I think it's a more calculated risk uh, than some of these other top 10s. Well, if Barry's going to finish in the top 10, I think his teammate is going to finish in the top five. Give me Eric Jones, top five, plus 550. With our friends over at DraftKings, have the best line on that one. Um, love me some Eric Jones when it comes to super speedways, Rod. He's won this race before in 2018. It was still in July at that point, but the summer, late summer race, he did win it. He's got three straight top six finishes at Talladega, top 10 and six of the last seven. His results are a little bit more mixed at Daytona. Some decent results, some not so good results, but we know that he's a good super speedway racer, and you kind of lump all the super speedways in together. Um, we know that Eric Jones can get it done. Top five at plus 550. Again, top 10 market, a little bit neutered down, right? Still some really, really good value at top fives. A little bit of chaos. You don't even need the chaos. I mean, Eric Jones is just good enough to put himself in position. Maybe not quite enough to get the win. Maybe he is able to get the win. I think he can get it in the top five for plus 550. And also, Rod, I hate to do it. I put the puke emoji next to it. But I am going to take AJ Allmendinger. I know I said I swore off colleague, and I'm going to hate myself for this later. But AJ Allmendinger, top five, also plus 550 over on DraftKings. Man, AJ Allmendinger is a very, very, very underrated super speedway racer. Everybody thought you're going to bring AJ in to win a, a road course. AJ's not doing so good at the road courses. What if AJ Allmendinger were to win this race, Rod? I'm not quite going to go that far, but a top five, not out of the question. He finished sixth place at the Daytona 500 earlier this season. His last start in the Cup Series uh, at Daytona before that was back in 2018, but he finished third that day and JTG equipment. He's got four top 10 finishes here um, at Daytona. And, uh, oh boy, <laughs> four in a, oh, I don't even know what I wrote here. He's got four top five finishes, seven top 10s at Daytona. That's what I was going for. 
in the Xfinity series. He has got five, four top fives in a row at Daytona. Um, and he won Talladega last fall where he has finished three of the last four races. He's finished in the top three in the Xfinity series at Talladega. AJ Allmendinger, a very, very, very good super speedway racer. Very underrated. A couple of weeks ago, I said, don't ever let me bet on Denny Hamlin at a road course again. I turned around, immediately broke the rule, and look what happened. We cashed huge on Denny Hamlin last week. I'm going to do that. I'm going to immediately break my own rule. Bet on A.A. Allmendinger here. Uh, this is just a case of the car doesn't concern me as much. There was one, I will say, one driver I wanted to bet on this week that I'm not going to bet on because of the car he's in, and that's Ty Dillon. And of course, after I had a penciled in. I took him off. Then I'm scrolling through our, our buddy Ryan at iFantasy Races tweets. And he's, if there's one guy you can bet on this week, it's tied. To, and I'm like, God damn it. That 77 car is just so bad in the earlier Daytona race engine failure. So I that's the one car that I don't trust like at all to do anything. So I'm, I'm kind of staying off of him. But AJ Allmendinger, these college cup cars, I mean, they've been decent. He held up at the road course the last couple of weeks or whatever. It's been fine. So. Give me A.J. Allmendinger, who's a really good uh, super speedway driver. Maybe he finds his way to the playoffs this way, uh, but a top five at least at plus 550. My favorite driver from last year. Not necessarily the same as if I'm not, I'm not on it. I still I can't have a favorite driver. I, I figured out that Jimmy Johnson's going to be forever it. I can just root for everybody else on a race Set by race Set the bar basis. a little high, Rod. It's I, hard to compare. Uh, I mean, it's like A.J. Allmendinger. I'm like, yay, and he doesn't do anything. I'm like, ah, uh, and then he wins a couple. I'm like, yay, but whatever. We'll go, we'll go from there. Um, all right, well, speaking of a guy that uh, has been a little up and down this season, a little more up uh, over the last few races, we'll, we'll go with Tyrone Gibbs as a top five car. I like the plus 400 number of this because it's very odd to me that, that Ty Gibbs would be four to one. I'd figure he'd either be longer or shorter, um, but I, I kind of like this where it is here at plus 400. For Ty Gibbs, last week he finished fifth in the road course, right? He didn't want to. He would have much rather either won that race or or been able to to fight and keep his, his second place finish. But he was running up front for a majority of that race. He was a fast car. Uh, he had fifth place in Pocono. He's had several instances in which he's been sniffing around the top five uh, this season. Hasn't necessarily broke that, but... This is a team that is shooting for the playoffs right now, and you got to believe that they are going to try to stay in touch with the lead pack all race long. We know Ty Gibbs is capable. We know he's talented. We know that he's driving in decent enough equipment to get it done. The, the question is, can he stay clean, and can he stay up front? In the Xfinity series, he's actually uh, had a couple of starts on this track. In 2022, he had an 11th-place finish, uh, in the spring, and a seventh place in the fall. But he led three laps in that first race and 11 in the second, which means that he was up front, obviously, for some of that. And if you didn't know how to count, first place is inside the top five. Uh, but unfortunately, he wasn't able to, to keep that top five. Uh, he ended the stage first stage in first place in that one as well. So again, he was up front, just couldn't hang on to it. Uh, talk about Atlanta. Atlanta's been a little better to him and a little worse to him at the same time. Uh, Ty Gibbs won in Atlanta in 2022. That was, of course, the first configuration of that super speedway mentality there. So he's got a win there. He started in the pole in 2022, crashed, and finished 35th, but led seven laps in the fall of 2022. And then in 2023, earlier this season, started 12th, 
finished sixth. Again, sniffing at a top five. Talladega, he does have a seventh place finish in 2022 in the Xfinity Series. So again, if a competent uh, super speedway racer is Ty Gibbs. Now, he's got a lot to run for right now. He's got the playoffs in, in sight. He's going to have to finish better than Bubba, as Cody laid out. So he's going to want to first know where that 23 car is. And if that 23 car, we believe, is going to be up front, he's going to have to be up front. And he's going to have to run clean. He's going to have to run well. Find he's got plenty of friends out there, right? Those Toyotas are going to flock together and uh, and be good up front. Now, are they all going to be his friends this week, though, Rob? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Denny Hamlin even said, if it comes down to pushing Bubba or if it comes down to pushing Gibbs, Gibbs has got a long career. Sorry, but Bubba Bubba's getting it, and I think same could be said for Tyler Reddick. I'm sure they uh, are going to go with their 2311 compadre first, but that's okay. Hey, Tony Stewart <laughs> will wreck his mom to win a championship, so. I'm As sure would Denny I. would too, <laughs> but yes, yeah. uh, I also love Ty Gibbs this weekend. I'm actually, I can't, I found a different way to come in on him. I'm going to take him for top Toyota. Speaking of numbers, I've really got knocked down. They've, they've wised up on this, but uh, I'm going to take him top Toyota plus 600 over on Caesars. You're basically just getting a large group on this, right? It's six drivers. There's only six Toyotas in the field. So he's got to beat five other guys. Um, and he's the longest shot odds. It is a good group. Denny Hamlin, a very good super speedway racer, but not immune to getting caught up in wrecks. Bubba Wallace is very good. Also not immune to getting caught up in wrecks. Martin Trex Jr. does decent throughout the race. Generally doesn't get the best finish, though, so I'm not as concerned about him. Reddick is very hit or miss. Like He'll be good or he'll just be bad on super speedways. Same with Christopher Bell. So I think the path is there for Ty Gibbs. You've only got to beat five other guys. Um, I don't know. Did you go with any group winners? You didn't. The groups? Groups offered this week are not great. If you are going to bet on groups, we talked about this in the Discord a little bit, just take the longest shot, basically. That's that's the best strategy for these groups is take the longest shot because it's just a freaking toss-up. Anyways, this is a way to make your group just a little bigger. It's six guys instead of maybe four, although some of those groups are five anyways. Um, but you're going to bet six to one. I think that's a good deal for Ty Gibbs. I expect him to have a pretty decent day. Uh, his results have kind of been up and down, right? But finished 13th in the 500 here. 13th can easily be the top Toyota. That's the one thing about this type of bet. You can look at it both ways, right? If he doesn't get into the top five, he could still finish 13th to be the top Toyota. He could finish 30, what, second, 33rd and be the top Toyota if they all finish behind him, right? Um, but he could hit, get in the top five and not be the top Toyota if somebody finishes ahead of him as well. So I think you play it both ways. You can maybe double dip on this, but Ty Gibbs would be the top Toyota is a good one for me. I'm also going to throw out two guys for top Chevy. AJ Allmendinger, I just got done talking about him. 18 to 1. I think the price is really good on that. So give me him. Also, give me Austin Dillon, uh, the JDK's favorite driver. Shout out to him. Big Austin Dillon guy over there in the Discord. Uh, top Chevy plus 1,200. Roddy cashed a 30 to 1 for us last year in this race. Couldn't leave him off the card. You got to find a way to get him in here. I think Top Chevrolet is a good one. Won this race last year, of course. Uh, he won the Daytona 500 in 2018. So that's two times he's won on Daytona already before. If you win, you are the top Chevrolet. That's kind of how that works. Finished third in the 2021 Daytona 500. He's got nine top 10 finishes. Again, to be the top finishing manufacturer, you don't, obviously there's a lot more Chevys than Toyotas, but I think we saw it, was it earlier this year? Maybe at one point, Chase Elliott finished like ninth or 11th was the top finishing Chevrolet. Like it doesn't have to be a top two or three finish to catch the top manufacturer finish. Um, so give me Austin Dillon. And 
if you go back and you remember the Daytona 500, and of course I remember this because I had Kyle Busch to win, the end of regulation, Kyle Busch was winning with Austin Dillon, right in second place pushing him. If that happens again, Kyle Busch will push Austin Dillon. Kyle Busch will give up the lead and push. That is something I don't, I don't know if we're putting enough emphasis on. These guys are going to go out of their way. And that I had that thought already, and it's been reinforced by listening to people this week. Freddie Kraft, Bubba Wallace's spotter, said they want to be up front at the end of this race so they can manipulate how it ends. They can help determine who is going to be leading. They asked him the question. They said, if it's, uh, gosh, it was like Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex on the top and you could push them, or it's Austin Sindrick on the bottom because Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex already locked in. Sindrick isn't on the bottom and you can push him. Who are you pushing? He goes, we're pushing Austin Sindrick because we can decide when to stop pushing him and make sure he doesn't win. Like they will be up there manipulating the race. When it comes to guys like this, if Kyle Busch is in the position to help Austin Dillon and push him to a win or to a better finish, whatever, to try and get him into the playoffs, they are going to do that. There's going to be a lot of jockeying and moving throughout teams and manufacturers and all that. So don't even need Austin Dillon to win this, of course. But to be the top Chevrolet at 12 to 1 is a bet that I like. Again, a lot of uh, good long shots for you on that. And they'll hit if they, you know, if the chaos ensues. It's just a. a if you haven't of- noticed, I jammed a lot of bets into each box this oh, week. Oh, I, I love I betting on super speedways. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> noticed. Uh, all right. And then for the sake of, of time, I just kept it to my one. So everybody, so that Cody. <laughs> I log can- in and Rod just has one across. I'm like, I'm like. I got one box coming up that's got like five bets in it, so don't worry. Well, that's what I was saying. I was like, I'll, I'll let Cody have the 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 majority of them. I'll that's, keep it. I'll keep it that's down what's for you. So much fun! Like you just you don't go. You know you don't have to go full units on all. You just some little sprinkles here and there. You hit a couple of these. You have a good great weekend. It's a lot of fun. If you don't hit any, you didn't expect to hit them anyways. No pressure. It's great. I love it. Amen. Well, there's no pressure on this one either, and that's McDowell as a top three car. This one's at 10 to 1. This is the longest. eh, Other than the winners, this is the longest one I've got. 10 to 1 on Michael McDowell to be a top three car. And I understand that a lot of people are, you know, they went heavy on him last week on the road course because, well, he just won the last road course we were at. But we kind of told you, calm down on that one a little bit because it's not necessarily gonna gonna work out for you as well as you wanted to and for most of the race people were like nah rod look he's he qualified third he's running well well then a lot of it bit him in the ass and he came back and he didn't win so um that that's the frustrating part of it all but i will say that this is the week to jump on him now for a top three because anything can and will happen on this racetrack and i am betting for a little bit of chaos to get us up there as well um Super Speedway tracks for uh, Michael McDowell. Again, not the absolute greatest, but he does have a win on this track. He started 17th in 2021. He ended up winning on this track. He does have a top seven finish in 2022. All told, he's got eight top tens, three top fives, and a win on this track. So again, it's not out of the realm of possibility for him to steal a win on this track talladega uh he's actually got a third place finish in the fall of 2022 and a third place finish in the fall of 2021 so a couple of third place finishes recently for mcdowell on super speedways um you look at atlanta actually this season alone he did finish in fourth place in atlanta so he started 20th and finished fourth and we're obviously counting atlanta now as part of that super speedway package so 
you know, and now for Michael McDowell, it's the thing about it. He's actually caught a little bit of of momentum. Uh, granted, it, it got a setback in Michigan and in Watkins Glen, but I think McDowell's team is feeling a little bit, especially, like I said, after that fourth place in Atlanta just recently, a seventh place in Chicago, seventh place in Sonoma, ninth at Gateway. A string of pretty decent finishes uh, in, in the last couple of months. Like I said, hampered by a couple of bad ones. But listen, he got a very bad race pushed out of the way last week. Now he already knows that he's locked into the playoffs. So they can go out now and just try to ride around and win this race or at the very least come up with a good, decent, solid top three finishes. And like I said, a 10 to 1 for a guy that has actually found a way to run at the front of the pack now. Um, nothing else to prove. No other contract situations have to play themselves out. Uh, like I said, I very much like McDowell to get his head back in the game this week and get you a top three finish, especially a 10 to 1. Yeah, it's hard to argue against him. Uh, he's obviously won the Daytona 500 before, right? And that was being in position at the end, the right time. He can get a top three finish. Rod, one of my favorite things to do when we come to super speedways is fade Kyle Larson. I say this every time. He's one of the best drivers in the world. You can put him in anything, almost anywhere, and he is good at it, but he's not good at super speedways. In fact, he's terrible at super speedways throughout this race. He will be up near the front. He might win a stage. He might win both stages. And you're going to be thinking to yourself, oh, this Kyle Larson looks pretty good to super speedways. What is that guy talking about? And by the end of the race, Kyle Larson is going to end up in an ambulance, headed to the infield care center, and you're going to say to yourself, wow, Kyle Larson did it yet again and didn't get a good finish. Rod, over his illustrious career, champion, 11 races in one single season. He won all this fun stuff. One career top five finish on a super speedway let's go back and take a look atlanta we've had four races there in the super speedway configuration he finished 36th 31st 13th a great day for him there and 30th in four starts at atlanta let's go back to talladega in april 33rd he did finish 18th in the daytona 500 okay but compared to where kyle larson should be finishing normally not great Another 18th at Talladega. This race last year, 37th at Daytona. He did have a fourth in April of 2022 at Talladega. His one career top 10 or top five finish on super speedways. Prior to that, 32nd at Daytona. 37th at Talladega. 20th at Daytona. 40th at Talladega. A couple of 10th place finishes at, or, yeah, at Daytona. 39th at Talladega. 20th at Daytona. 24th at Talladega. There's another 40th in here, a 29th, the 29th, the 39th, the 42nd. Back when we had 43 cars, 34, 36. He is not good at super speedways. So I don't bet many super matchups when it comes. To, I don't, we don't bet many matchups anymore in general because the books have got it pretty well figured out. But super speedways, especially because it's minus money, not a ton of value. But fading Kyle Larson is a tradition almost unlike any other. And I found three matchups against him. One of them was Daniel Suarez. I don't like that too much. I don't trust Suarez either. I think nine of the last 12 races at Daytona or something like that. Uh, he's not finished or something. It's not been good. But Eric Almarola over on DraftKings, minus 125 over Kyle Larson. Again, nothing is is perfect in these because Almarola can wreck too. Doesn't necessarily going to catch this. But Kyle Larson is not going to make it to the end. I know that much. Almarola just has to outlast him. And the other one, Kyle Busch over Kyle Larson. 
This one is minus 120. Uh, I also love this one. Kyle Busch, again, we talked about it. Almost won the Daytona 500 earlier this year. Very good super speedway racer. Kyle Larson, not a good super speedway racer. Fade Kyle Larson. It's as old as time. Scripture will say there'll it be is. stone tablets. It is the, the number one commandment yes. of super speedway racing is fade Kyle Larson. It just it, it, and it's good. He's gonna look good. I second guessed myself earlier that I'm like, oh God, he's gonna win this. And then boom. It just every time. He cannot avoid it's like Sheldon Creed's luck not winning races. Ugh. Is Kyle Larson on super speedways? If there is something is to happen, Kyle Larson is going to find a way to get caught up in it, and he will not have a good finish. Yeah. Again, like I said, the stone tablets are being etched right now. Uh, in in two hundred years, people will be digging this up and saying, "Who's Kyle Larson, and why do you have to fade him?" But uh, I'm pretty sure at that point, you'll still be fading Kyle Larson. Doesn't matter. Two hundred years later, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, fade Kyle Larson," because uh, that's that's the commandment. But. <laughs> Uh, all right, I am fading somebody heavily too at this point, and that is Kyle Busch. Uh, I I believe he will finish better than Kyle Larson because pretty much everybody will, but I believe that Chris Busher will actually finish better than Kyle Larson. This is the only minus money bet I'm laying this weekend. It's over on DK. Minus 105 for this one on the Busher side. I'm, I am very shocked, honestly, that this is juiced um, in, in more fit in Kyle Busch's favor with with busher being the underdog in this bet i mean i understand that that kyle bush is kyle bush right and he walks on water but unfortunately the water he's been walking on lately is swallowing him whole as of loudon 36 uh, 36 21st he did get a third place in richmond which everybody thought oh he's gonna write the ship well then he finished 37th in michigan 38 at the indy gp 14th at a very confusing Watkins Glen race that uh, I don't know how he ended up getting back up to 14th, but that day was crap, so you don't even need to take advantage of that. But then you look at what Chris Bush has been able to do lately since Loudon. Let's do that. Let's let's play it since Loudon. 15th, 18th, 1st, 1st, 11th, 7th. None of those numbers were in the 20s. None of those numbers were in the 30s. And you even go back farther than that. Atlanta, 15th, Chicago, 10th, Nashville, 18th, Sonoma, 4th, 12th, 8th, 10th, 17th, 9th, 3rd, I'm painting a picture for you that Chris Buescher, of all drivers, has been more consistent than the great and powerful Kyle Busch as, as of late. And if you look back at earlier this season, too, at Daytona, Chris Buescher turned a fourth-place finish, whereas Kyle Busch, oh, yeah, he crashed and finished 19th, so not even a good day for him there. So, again, for Kyle Busch, even he doesn't know Whatever, like I said, whatever the question is, he has no clue what the answer is. In fact, I don't even know if he knows what the question is at this point. That team is struggling. They are on the wrong side of, and mentality is key. Being in the, in the, in the game, having your head in the game on this track is key because you have zero opportunity to take your mind off of what's going on around you or else you're going to get dumped into the wall. With that being said, Kyle Busch, his head's not fully in the game. He's going to be drifting in and out and thinking about how bad he's been doing lately because Kyle Busch is a very emotional driver and and it's going to probably seep into it. He's not necessarily going to try as hard because he knows he's already in the playoffs. So this race is kind of meaningless as a as a postseason. Um, as far as postseason is concerned, obviously you want to go out and win every race. Nobody ever says, I don't want to. But 
might be playing a little bit in the back of his mind that all he wants to do is just finish and go home, get ready for the playoffs. Whereas Chris Buescher, on the other hand, even though he knows he's in the playoffs, that dude's been driving electric lately. That Because uh, RFK team, even Brett himself was like, I, these guys are giving us some fast cars every single week. They're on a much more positive note than Childress is, than Bush is in general. So I'm going to take the guy that's being red hot lately over the guy that is just feels like he's going to get in his own way on this track. So give me Chris Buescher over Kyle Busch, minus 105 over on DraftKings. Yeah, hard to argue too much with that. Um, and again, the the smaller money side of matchups is if you're going to take matchups for the most part, that would be where I would go. If you're getting plus money matchups, which I didn't see very many of those out there, that would be the way to go. So hard to argue with that. Hard to argue with your logic. Rod, up next. Welcome to Corey LaJoy Corner. If you are that one guy on X, now would be the time to hit the fast forward button for about 10 minutes while I talk about Corey LaJoy and how great he is. One of the best things about super speedway racing, Rod, you can pick a favorite driver, you can bet on him, and it's not a stupid bet unless it's Kyle Larson. Because anybody, can, do, and even Kyle Larson, can do anything, right? Kyle Larson could win one of these races and, and just prove me completely wrong. More times than not, he won't. It's still possible, right? He did get a top five, so props to him. Corey LaJoy, very good at super speedways. Um, he, obviously, Atlanta has been the place for him, right? We hit him top Chevrolet earlier this year, 33-1. to 1. We hit a top five bet on him. We hit a top 10 bet on him. We hit all sorts of bets on him at Atlanta earlier this year, where he finished him fourth. Last year, leading with two laps to go. We had him at like 250-1. to one. Oh sadly got wrecked into the wall by chase elliott didn't cash that but he is a very very good super speedway racer um and he has been in eight of the last seven of the last nine races he has been 18th or better at daytona which means he's making it to the end and that is the most important thing rod he's got three career top tens at daytona um including a sixth place finish in the July race, in that number 32 go fast racing car, a much, much slower car than the 30 or than the seven Spire car he is in. So, Corey LaJoy, we know he can get it done on super speedways. We know he puts himself in position. We know he looks good. I think he can get it done this week. And I love betting him on super speedways. So, I'm going to. I'm going to take him top 10 plus 170, top five plus 450, Taverlay 20 to 1. And to win the race at 55 to 1. Rod, if he wins the race, will clean sweep all of these. He'll be in the playoffs, and I will have a massive party on Sunday nights. It will be a Sunday night recap because I will be way too ready to go. I'll be on there with or without you, and uh, <laughs> I will be very happy. Actually, shit, that's Saturday night. Boy, that's going to be Saturday what night. to see how we'll have. I, you know, there might be an emergency podcast if Corey LaJoy wins the race. I'll tell you that right now. 55 to 1 to win. <laughs> 20 to 1 top Chevrolet, plus 450 top 5, plus 170 top 10. It's Corey LaJoy weekend. He's going to punch his ticket to the playoffs. And then, Rod, he's going to find his way into the second round of the playoffs before he gets eliminated. It's going to be a good finish to the year for Corey LaJoy and that number 7 Spire Chevrolet. Love some Corey LaJoy this week. I, I'm telling you right now, if that happens, we will do an emergency show. I definitely don't blame you for that one because that would be one worth having. Uh, just because I think the world would want to know what Cody looks like 
plastered because of Corey LaJoy uh, winning. What's his drink? Is it Celsius or Cel- Celsius? I will. I will go to the store, get some Celsius. I chug. I've never had a Celsius before. I'll be chugging Celsius's. My shirt might come off. <laughs> Things might get wild. It could be a crazy day. Uh, I will. We may put that behind the Patreon paywall. That, <laughs> that's what. That's something people need to pay for at that point. Uh, all right. Um. Uh, well, then I am. Uh, you're gonna hate me for this one, but my winning manufacturer bet for this one. Uh, a lot like what you talked about with with these matchups, right? Just or, or these groups or anything that you're you're kind of putting the money on, you kind of put it on the longest shot because that's really where you're going to get the value for. And I'll tell you even more specifically because uh, the winning manufacturer I'm picking, like I said, Toyota, a plus three eighty. You can find that over on DraftKings. And the thing about it is, if you look at at the last, anybody can win this race, and it really is an opportunity for anybody can win this race because if you look back, there has not been a two-time winner of this race. Denny Hamlin was the last time to kind of win it two in three years. Since then, it was like Byron, McDowell, Blaney, Sendrick, Dylan, Stenhouse, even Haley kind of was there, Eric Jones. It's just been like the last couple of years has just been a different winner on this track every single year. Now, you notice that most of them have been short Chevrolets and Fords, right? Um, but you look at the odds for them, it's like plus 130 uh, for Ford, plus 135 for Chevy on this. And really also looking back at this season, before Byron won last week, Chevy hadn't won a race since Byron won in Atlanta. So it was Truex, Hamlin, Busher, Busher, McDowell, right? So two Toyotas, three Fords. Of course, a couple of them were the same people. Uh, but it'd been Toyota, it'd been Ford, right? Chevy was not necessarily the bet to make. Now, I certainly think that there are a lot of Toyotas out of the six that have a shot to win this. They're all going to be hungry. They've all been fast. I mean, it's it's not as if Toyota hasn't been fast, and they're pretty decent to get uh, at pack racing and as far as uh, super speedway racing, right? Hamlin's good. You know Truex can hang with them. We just talked about Gibbs earlier. We're going to talk about a couple more Toyotas that I think are actually going to win this race, and that would actually help you double up on this winning Toyota manufacturer. Again... It's really only because the value is there on plus 380. Not necessarily exciting betting on a plus 130, 135 for a winning manufacturer. If you're going to swing, swing for the fence. And I think, like I said, the, uh, the couple of drivers that I have picked out are Toyotas. And I think that that's going to be a good way to, to sort of double dip on that. Yeah, I think that, again, if you're going to do it, swing for the fences. kind of been the theme of the show, right? We've called this out before. If you get one manufacturer lagging behind the others in odds, there's only six Toyotas. Obviously, that is the big disadvantage. But as I talked about earlier, um, it, it there's guys that can do it. Bubba Wallace is great at super speedways. Denny Hamlin's great at super speedways. We've seen Christopher Bell have his his moments. We've seen Tyler Reddick have his moments. Martin Trex Jr. is usually up there and then almost has Larson syndrome, falls out at the end. Um, but it, it's... It's very possible. Um, and again, at plus 380, you've got to look for value. This is a way to find value. Agreed. You know what else finding value is? Finding value in not only your fantasy football advice, but finding value in the whiskey that you drink. There's a show that combines both. We're going to get some winners. We're going to give you a winner of a podcast here in a second. 
Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues... And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including... The injury report. Studs and duds. Waiver wire targets. And suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J. Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an Old Fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week. All that and more. Hop on over, give us a listen, come for the football, stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once, going twice. Sold. I'll be honest with you, Cody. I came for the whiskey and stayed for the football. That's that's how I uh, did it with Justin and Maria. I was like, let's go with the whiskey. I'll stay for the football. <laughs> there you go. Now it's, again, one of my favorite shows must listen to each week. They do such a great job. Absolutely love those two and uh, their chemistry is great. The jokes that come from them, knowing each other so well, being married, it's it's great. It, it's super great. Love it. Check it out. It's fantasy football season. I'm pumped about that. Uh, so yeah, when you're done listening to this, of course, go over and listen to them as well. It, it's so true. And it's such a unique premise, but that's that's neither here nor there. So, uh, all right. Somebody's going to win this race. Not Not multiple people can't win as much as we'd love it. Somebody's going to win. But we'll give you plenty of opportunities to pick one of the people that we're going to suggest here uh, as as we lay out our winning cards. Again, you can bet just about anybody. You could probably make a case for anybody. Uh, things can get crazy. We've seen it before. It gets hectic. Just how it goes. So, Rod, treat it like a first touch. We're getting prepped up. This is your warm-up for first touchdown bets in the NFL. Sprinkle your unit allocations out around. Pick a couple of different guys and hope one of them hits. I'm going to start with Ryan Blaney, 13 to 1 to win this race. Rod, we come to Super Speedways, and there's usually all this talk about Ryan Blaney. He's always one of the favorites. He's still one of the favorites, but he's not the favorite like he generally is. It's always about, oh, Ryan Blaney this, oh, Ryan Blaney that. Nobody's been talking about Ryan Blaney this week, not that I've heard so far. And I absolutely love that. This is the week to get in on Ryan Blaney. We'll bring back Ryan Blaney's corner next week when he cashes this. 13-1, to I think, is a really good deal for a guy who is constantly good at super speedways. Probably one of the top five super speedway racers in the entire series right now. Finished eighth here in the spring. Last year in the Daytona 500, he finished in fourth. Uh, He won this race in 2021. He's got seven top ten finishes at Daytona. He led 36 laps in last year's Daytona 500. And Rod, in a 2018 race, the Daytona 500, he led 118 laps playing the Pied Piper, leading the field. He's got the ability to get up front, stay up front, maybe stay in front of the chaos, be there at the end. He doesn't have all the pressure of he has to win. He's locked in. He can go out there, not like last year. Remember last year in this race, him and Truex, it was back and forth. They both got damage. He's out there limping the car around, finds his way into the playoffs. Doesn't have to worry about that. No sweat off his back. Doesn't matter how this race goes. Everybody else is going to be wrecking each other. Ryan Blaney could be there to steal this win. It's not Ryan Blaney. Eric Almarola is a guy I've got my eyes on this week, Rod. All the rumors are out there. Smithfield is done. The 10-car charter is for sale. Eric Almarola is going to retire. What better way to launch that team into the playoffs and give them one last shot at it for Eric Almarola at 30-1? to Almarola is a pretty good super speedway racer. He's gotten it done before. I think he could get it done again. Eric Jones, I talked about him earlier. 
35 to 1. Our guy Ryan over on iFantasy Racing had fun statistic here. This year at Super Speedways, minus the Daytona 500, where he crashed. He was running ninth on lap 116. He crashed out on lap 118. Eric, so, so taking that Daytona 500 out, Eric Jones, an 8.3 average finish on Super Speedways. In 2022 at big Super Speedways, which would be Daytona and Talladega, Jones had the best driver rating, the best average running position at 9.4, average leading the second most laps per race at 18.3, and had an average of 14.5 finish. Eric Jones finds his way up to the front. Eric Jones finds his way at the end of these races. I think he could get it done. We talked about him earlier to get a top five. I think he could cash that. I think he could also cash 35 to one, punch his playoff ticket, and be the guy that plays spoiler for that 16th and final spot. And Rod, got to have a moonshot, right? Why not? Riley Herbst, 100 to one. This is the moonshot he's going to be in, an SHR-prepared car. I just talked about Eric Almirola. Um, and he's good. He's good at super speedways. I talked about him earlier. Just to get a top 10, he's got in a top five. He's got good numbers. I think he could win this race, 100 to 1. We've seen crazier things at super speedways. You go back to Xfinity last year, Jeremy Clements wins. Um, there's just There's been Austin Sindrick when he won the Daytona 500, was like 80 to 1. And that was his, his first career full-time start. Like, Herbst, what a story. Like, Herbst doesn't have an Xfinity Series win. He's been close a few times. All of a sudden, he comes in his third career Cup Series start, gets a win, 100 to 1. Why not, Rod? Anybody can win this race. And he's in a good car to do it. Front row cars have been good at super speedways before. We've seen Michael McDowell win. You talked about him a few minutes ago. Riley Herbst could get it done in 100 to 1. Sign me up. Yeah, it'll be a fun story. We do. I mean, Riley Herbst is one of those guys where every post-race interview, you just want to go up and give him a hug because he always looks like he's so frustrated that his day went the way it was. And uh, he'll get there soon. And, and it would be nice for a kid like that to actually get uh, his first Cup Series win. Like, I mean, Austin Cindric did it as a rookie, too, where he got his, his first uh, Super Speedway win and his first win in the, in the Cup Series. And that's the kind of story that you like to see, especially on a super speedway. And those those are the types of places, these are the types of places where you get those stories. So um, much like Bubba Wallace, which we'll talk about him in a second. But um, my first winner on this is Denny Hamlin at 14 to 1. Daytona has not been his friend as of late. I will definitely give you that. If you are looking at this at face value and going back and looking through Denny Hamlin's finishes, you will be like that guy on X saying you will never listen to this show again. But you also, if you've listened to the show, know that we don't just toss these out just to try to be uh, getting the clips and, and the and the bites and the sounds bites for him. Um, but Denny Hamlin, for a stretch there, was actually doing very well for himself on Daytona. He had two uh, wins in three races between 2019 and 2020. He had a third-place finish in 2018, a third-place finish in 2020, a fifth-place in 2021, before eh, basically running into some pretty bad luck uh, in, in this track. But he has led laps in all but one race over the last you got to go all the way back to 2019 uh where he led 30 laps in the daytona 500 five in this fall race 79 in the daytona 500 nine in the fall race 98 in the 2021 daytona 500 seven in the fall race uh the uh, fall race of last year he led 13 laps but crashed out of that one led six laps earlier in the year before finishing 17th so again 
But for Denny Hamlin, it was a slow start for him as well, right? He was 17th, 6th, 11th, 23rd, 6th. He didn't really start picking up steam until uh, he won in Kansas. And since then, it's been pretty up. It's been a couple of downs, but it's been up for the most part. In fact, uh, you go back to Loudon, 7th place. He won at Pocono, 2nd at Richmond, 3rd at Michigan, 19th at Indy GP, but we know what it went wrong there. And then seven, or 2nd last week at Watkins Glen. Trending in the right direction for a Denny Hamlin running up front race. And we all know, like we said, that if they're running up front, if they're running at the end, there's a heavy possibility that Denny Hamlin could be able to sneak his way up and win this race, especially if there are some teammates behind him that will give him a push and uh, and he's hunting for it. He doesn't need it, obviously, to make the playoffs, but he would certainly love to take those playoff points around with him over the next couple of weeks into the playoffs as well. Speaking of that, one of the cars that he owns, Bubba Wallace, is at 18 to 1. Bubba Wallace takes a little more convincing. I mean, Denny Hamlin does too, <laughs> when you look back at his his uh his finishes at Daytona. Um, but definitely Bubba Wallace when it comes to Daytona. He's not necessarily been he crashed out earlier this this uh season, but he did lead five laps. Before that, eleventh and two second place finishes at the Daytona 500 and the fall race of 2021. So Bubba Wallace is sneaky on these tracks. You know, Bubba Wallace, a couple of runner-up uh, finishes on this track, gives you enough leverage to, to maybe consider that he's up front at the end of this and can't get pushed to a win. He did win at Talladega. I get it. I, it's not the win that everybody wants to see or wants to hear about, but it was a win at Talladega. It doesn't matter how you win at these super speedways. It's the fact that you actually win uh, at all. So for Bubba Wallace, I know that it's a frustrating season for him. I get that he's very much uh, in his own head, and you can hear it every single interview that he does as well. Him and AJ Allmendinger pretty much the same when it comes to post-race interviews. They're always just so frustrated about what's going on around him. So, uh, But this is a good... I know he's locked in if there's no new winners but wouldn't he like to take that question out of everybody's hands and just take it into his own account to make it into the playoffs without needing the help of anybody else winning i think he would definitely enjoy that i think his team is prepping for that you got to know that if denny hamlin's fast enough to be around the front and lead these races he too will be helping him out we know tyler reddick can get it done on road courses uh, on uh, uh super speedways rather I know he can get it done on road courses, but he can definitely do it on super speedways as well. Um, there's a lot of help for for Bubba Wallace out there as well. 18 to 1, I think I will take that as uh, as my long shot. Like I said, Denny at 14 to 1 as well. Oh, there's a Denny and Wallace Quinella. Look at you, Cody, typing that in at 35 30, to 1. 35 Ooh. to 1. I'm going to add for you. I think... This, oh, I love it. You beat me to the document. I was going to take Bubba, but that's okay. I'll let you have him this time. I love both of these guys this week. Denny Hamlin, one of the best super speedway racers, if not the best in the series right now. He's sure the Daytona finishes have been the best lately. Three Daytona 500 wins, Rod. He can get it done here. If he wins this race, guess who the most likely car to get in on points is? The car he owns. He will be trying to win this race. If he's second late, and, and, and if he's leading, Bubba could push him to the win. Why not? Because if Denny wins, Denny's happy, the boss is happy, and he's getting in the playoffs. Problem solved, right? If it's the other way around, Denny could easily push Bubba to the win. That's where you could hit this Quinella at 35-1, to 1, um, and you could hit either one of these guys to win. You're getting two of the best super speedway racers for your picks here. I love both of these guys. 
I think both of them could easily win this weekend. And with the whole point scenario, all that, uh, the 23, there's also a whole nother layer to this that we don't have time to get into because we've already been going long enough. The 23 car is not in the owner's playoffs right now. The nine car is in the owner's playoffs. Uh, not necessarily as big of a deal to the drivers, but it is huge for the charter. The way the teams get paid out is all based on that. Again, that's a whole other convoluted story, but that's something they're going to be keeping an eye on and watching throughout the day and helping. And I think both these guys will be near the front at the end, going to have themselves in position. I think that uh, these are two really good bets to win this race. I, like I said, I did, when I was doing my research, I was like, I'm, I'm leaning toward these guys. And then of course, if either one of them wins, you get your winning manufacturer uh, long shot as well. So a uh, lot of good, good, good bets. I think that we've made for this Coke Zero Sugar 400 at Daytona. So get out your pen and paper. Let's start writing them all down for you. Uh, I hope you've sharpened your pencil. I hope you have a backup <laughs> pencil just in case you need to uh, to do it. So Cody's got, got his two pens. Got his two pens. Here he's we good. go. If one runs out of ink, he's got a backup. So, all right, Cody started you off with just click every button on the book that you're on, and that's your bets. So thank you, everybody. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Cody started you off with Riley Herbst as a top 10 car at plus 320 over on Caesars, a top five car at plus 700. He gave you BJ McLeod as a top 10 car at plus 750 over on Caesars as well. I followed up with Josh Berry as a top 10 car at plus 175 over on Caesars. And then Cody gave you AJ Allmendinger very reluctantly as a, a top five car at plus 550 on DraftKings. And then Eric Jones as a top five car at plus 550 on DraftKings. I gave you Ty Gibbs as a top five car at plus 400. Cody gave you Ty Gibbs as a top Toyota at six to one over on Caesars. Austin Dillon is a top Chevy at 12 to one. And AJ Allmendinger as a top Chevy as well at 18 to one. I said Michael McDowell would be a top three car at 10 to one. Cody gave you Eric Almarola over Kyle Larson at minus 125 on DK and Kyle Busch over Kyle Larson at minus 120 over on Caesars. I gave you Chris Busher over Kyle Busch at minus 105 on DK. Cody loaded up on the Joy's corner. Top 10 plus 170 on Caesars. Top 5 plus 450. Top Chevy plus 200 or 2000 rather. Uh, and then to win 55 to uh, 1 over on Barstool. I gave you the winning manufacturer as Toyota at plus 380 over on DraftKings. And then Cody gave you Ryan Blaney at 13 to 1 on BetMGM, uh, Almarola at 30 to 1 at BetMGM, uh, Jones at 35 to 1 at BetMGM, and Herbst at 100 to 1 to win this race. I gave you Denny at 14 to 1 on DK, Bubba at 18 to 1 on DK, and Cody added the Denny and Wallace Quinella at 35 to 1. To my official card, that, ladies and gentlemen, are the bets to consider for your Coke Zero Sugar 400 Daytona betting card. Woo! This is going to look like a bingo card by the end of it. Hope so. Hope it's a bingo card with a lot of green checks. Again, you got to approach super speedway betting differently. Take it easy. Have fun. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the utter chaos. This race will be complete and total chaos. I can't wait. And you're going to hear it across at most responsible folks. And, of course, if you guys listen to the multiple ones that we are all friends with, they'll all tell you the same thing, that this is just a, a opportunity for you to bet on people you want to cheer for, 
have a good time. And honestly, you know, this is why Cody's got loaded up on the seven, man. This dude, right. he is all in on it. But yeah, again, just relax and have a good time. Like Cody said, just enjoy the race. Put some money on guys you want to cheer for and then watch the whole thing play out. Get a couple of long shots in there. We've got plenty of them for you to choose from. Um, and and those there's some, some of you that are new to this show, I'm sure, that are just tuning in because you know it's Daytona. Maybe you found it on Google through a Daytona search. Um, but we will always tell you, too, we're giving you the picks that we like. You pick, you choose. You don't follow us. You don't tail us. You don't tail any of them. You're just here for the hour and some odd minutes to listen and have some fun with us. That's fine, too. We don't mind. We're not trying to tell you how to throw your money down. We're just trying to give you the option to to hear what we have to say about it. We'll give you the picks. You either choose to follow them or you don't. You come up with your own. Join the Discord. There are so many more bets that go on in that Discord that we don't even we don't even have time to discuss on the show. So those guys have got that own life going. And, and again, this is why we're doing it. We're building the community. We're building the betting community to be able to have you guys enjoy this rather than just come for the free picks because that, that you know teach a man to fish he'll eat more and then if you just give him a fish right that's that's the way it works it's the way it works and rod we got to do this all over for the xfinity series Oof. race i'm pumped and then no matter the results of xfinity on friday night and cup on saturday night sunday i think xfinity is friday night we should probably look into that but sunday it's a much more predictable race with the truck series where we can either win it all back or spend all the big money we earned on Saturday and Sunday or Friday and Saturday or whatever the hell days these races are. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Make sure you come back and uh, join us for those races as well because uh, it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun bets for those. Yes, sir. Yeah, so it is the Wawa 250 uh, Xfinity on Friday night. And then of course, Saturday is the Coke zero. And then the truck race is Sunday. So they're just, man, they're all over the place. They got staggering playoff starts and times and a different. Now they're shifting around when the races are, I don't know what's going on. And the trucks are in <laughs> Milwaukee. So they're not even the same yeah, place. They're a totally so. different place. That's what I'm saying. It'll be a much more predictable race there. You know, in theory, at least <laughs> it should. Uh, all right. Well then let's go ahead and, and let everybody go to digest all of this because it's a lot to digest. Uh, hopefully you guys got it all written down and you figured out, but if not come join the discard, hang out with us. We could break it all down for you there as well. Uh, and we always love to have you. So other than that, Cody, where can folks find you on the interwebs? Follow me on the X at Husker underscore Z. You can find all my work over there. Ton of stuff out for sports game and podcast.com. Uh, some stuff out for last word on sports as well. Check out the F1 gambling podcast. F1 podcast is already out with picks for Sunday's race. Another show coming later this week with an IndyCar picks. A lot of fun. We'll be back here at Xfinity, Trucks, DFS. A busy, busy week ahead. A lot of racing. Means a lot of bets to place. A lot of money to win. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Happy Corey LaJoy week. We'll see you Saturday night in victory lane. Indeed. X marks the spot for me at RJ Via Gomez. You can find a link in my bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here. Uh, in between media, I will not be on this week, but of course, Seth and Elliot hanging out with you, breaking down the fun that will be Daytona as well. And then, of course, check out for my Fast Money show on For Frequency Sake as well. Just like Cody, there's a lot of stuff going on on the website for me, also for football related. So. 
All right, back tomorrow. We got Xfinity to break down for you as well. So hit us back then. We'll see you. And until then, let's go racing and let it ride. Yeah.